Welcome to Modern Aikido's podcast. My sincere thanks to listeners and those who have liked, subscribed, and commented. Your interest is noticed and deeply appreciated. In today's podcast, I'm going to share my experiences and observations of the online martial arts community, not just in general, but cover my experiences with administering a discussion group for almost three years now and coming up on a year creating these podcasts. The internet is an exciting frontier, and I think it is changing the world in profound ways. Some of those ways are good and others not. Since you are listening to this podcast, you are experiencing one way in which the internet is allowing us to communicate in a way that was not possible before. In this case, I'm able to share with you information and opinion about matters related to Aikido. This was possible before the internet, but for me to do so, I would have had to build a contact with a magazine or book publisher who would approve my material and allow me to distribute it to you. The same is true if I wanted to create a TV show or video-based production. Now, though, there is a clear and fast conduit by which I can produce content and put it out for you to enjoy. The effects of people being able to contribute their insights and information has been nothing less than fantastic. People are learning from one another so much it's having effects on commerce itself. People are watching YouTube videos and learning how to fix their plumbing in their home, do fairly intricate repairs on their automobiles, and get exposed to all kinds of new things, including learning martial arts techniques. It's long been a belief of martial arts that you cannot learn it from a book or video. While I believe this to be true, it would be more accurate to say that you cannot learn it from these alone. However, videos and articles can expose you to new ideas and concepts you may not be exposed to in your own dojo. Having instructors and experienced practitioners share their insights can provide you with techniques you can take to the mat and work on yourself. This is a fantastic thing and very useful. Of course, you still need to practice. But with getting exposed to what other practitioners are doing, you are expanding your own horizons and seeing what is possible. You are no longer limited to the repertoire of what you have learned from your instructor. Since many people are sharing their art and instruction, you have a great deal to choose from, including from virtually every martial art you can think of. If you're curious and want to find out more about an art or techniques which you feel might suit your martial development, you can do so almost instantly. The Internet is like the Great Library of Alexandria of the modern age. If you've not heard of it, the Library of Alexandria was a central collection of writings from specialists and experts of all kinds. It was a repository of knowledge, and one which is credited with a rapid acceleration of the intellectual and technological development of humanity. It lasted for hundreds of years before a series of fires and other influences destroyed it. Some historians believe that the loss of this valuable resource to human development contributed to the Dark Ages, where many of the remarkable scientific, medical, and philosophical developments made by the Greeks and Romans were lost and took more than a thousand years to rediscover. The Internet is the modern version of the Great Library of Alexandria. It is the collection of nearly the entirety of human knowledge available at your fingertips. You can even carry access to it in your pocket, and it's so affordable that even those who are poor have access to it. If there is something you want to learn about, chances are you can learn as much as your heart desires. You will still need to practice, but the study allows you to gain knowledge so you can take the next step of learning. What the Internet has that the Library of Alexandria didn't is two-way communication. You can easily contact those who created the content that you are interested in. Two-way communication is far more effective than one-way communication. We have the means to overcome, to a large degree, the challenges of being too far away to meet in person. There will probably never be a replacement for learning from someone in person, but we can benefit from communicating and learning from people who are far away from us. The only thing we need is to take the step. 
The internet is in its infancy, and we are only starting to see how we can make the most of this amazing tool. Some fields are using the internet to provide education and training for students. These include things like learning how to cook, do photography, play a musical instrument, or practice yoga, things which people pursue merely for self-enrichment. They also include full professional education, such as homeschooling topics for children, college courses for adults, and occupational training courses which include full certifications. The possibilities are beyond what humans envisioned even 10 years ago. I believe this is starting to have profound effects on martial arts and what martial arts training and development will be in decades to come. Those who take advantage of this amazing opportunity will be far more educated and have greater understanding than those who do not. Knowledge is power and ignorance is no ally. I am using the word ignorance here in its original meaning, which is not meant to merely mean stupid or uninformed. The root of the word ignorance is to ignore. This means that ignorance means you have easy access or exposure to information, which you choose to ignore. This means that you choose not to avail yourself of it, and in doing so, fail to reach your potential. Ignorance is entirely your own choice, particularly when you have easy access to just about any information you desire. It could be said decades ago that access to information was difficult to get and therefore it was understandable why people might not be aware of particular knowledge. It just wasn't available to them. The same is not true now, with the internet and the ability to quickly search and find what it is you would like to know more about. The only limiting factor is your interest and motivation for learning new things. These are things the internet cannot provide you, but if you have the interest and the passion, you have the most powerful tool in human history for discovery right at your fingertips. There is a dark side to the internet and one which I don't believe will ever be resolved or removed, nor do I think that it should be. The dark side consists of a few elements. First is that with people being able to freely contribute, they contribute horrible things. These range from negative emotions such as anger, resentment, and hate to full-on illegal and immoral ideas. The internet has been used for evil, which is beyond contemptible. I will point out that evil has always existed in humanity. The internet has not created this, or in my opinion even amplified it. The internet is merely a tool, and like any tool can be used for good or for evil. There is an ongoing debate about whether censorship and control can make the internet useful for good but not for evil. My thought on this is that once you take away the usefulness or access for evil people, you stifle the ability for it to be a tool for good. The concept of censorship and control of communication is a significant moral dilemma. Who judges what is good information or bad? Who judges the people who should be allowed access? It's well proven that once you have gatekeepers of information, that it will quickly become used to control good people and exploit them. Oftentimes the most disastrous ends one can imagine. Censorship is not a good thing. It doesn't solve the problem of evil. I think a good case can be made that evil is kept in check by allowing free and open communication, so evil has nowhere to hide. I believe that human beings are overwhelmingly good and positive, with evil being a very small minority of human behavior. You might not know that in what is often shared on the internet, though. There is a concept in philosophy that when people wear a mask and their true identity is hidden, their behavior will change and their inhibitions will start to disappear. They will behave like their true selves, and that can be a bad thing. They will say mean things where they wouldn't before. This might explain why we see people who are jerks online, but in person they are not. I'll say honestly that I've had this experience a number of times with people I've spoken to via video chat or in conversation. 
They are pleasant and we have a great conversation. Then something happens with written communications where they seem determined and eager to create arguments and conflict. It feels like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde scenario, and I've been left wondering what can explain this drastic difference in attitude. One factor may be it is simply too easy to misinterpret written messages such as posts and comments, particularly when they are short and not explained well. This is one of the reasons I tend to elaborate on what I mean when I write a post or a comment. I believe clarity can help overcome misunderstandings and avoid needless arguing. Yet, as much as I try, I realize some people are just too focused on arguing. You could state that the sky is blue and they would pipe in on why you are wrong. This isn't to say that everything I've written has been flawlessly correct or that I have no room to learn. Quite the opposite, I've made mistakes and have plenty to learn. However, I've found that arguments make it difficult to learn as people, including myself, are not open to learning when we have embroiled ourselves in pissing matches. For some reason, martial artists seem fairly keen to either provoke or involve themselves in heated arguments. Another factor I think is at play is just poor writing skills. People often don't state exactly what they mean. It might be close, but is not precise or accurate enough and creates a misunderstanding. When someone points it out, or they don't want to accept that they did not do a good job conveying their thought or meaning, an argument ensues. The pride factor is plain to see, even when the statements are short. I have read that staff members who work at Facebook are so concerned about what they see that they will not let their children use Facebook. The same holds true for other social media platforms. I'm quite concerned whether human beings can use social media productively, but I'm not ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. By using some maturity, I think we can figure it out. I'm very happy at how my Facebook group, Aikido the Marshall Side, has come along. We have had some rough spots, but when someone comes in to boast or brag or indulge in arguments or insults, showing that they are not there to learn and share productively, they are removed. The result is a productive group which I have learned a great deal from. It seems that is how communicating on the internet will go. Good places will form which have good rules for keeping communication productive. The places which have no rules will be overrun with bad attitudes and behavior. The way to take advantage is to find the places you can go to get what is helpful to you. Everyone is different. Another thing is being patient and keeping your pride in check. Be ready for people to be poor at communicating. Perhaps they're the language problem, or they're just not a good writer. Before dismissing something entirely, consider there might be a simpler explanation. Avoid indulging in useless arguments, and certainly avoid bickering and one-upsmanship. Here is where I come back to Bruce Lee's famous quote, Absorb what is useful, discard what is useless, and add what is specifically your own. I'm sure we have all found many parallels with our martial arts training in real life, and I think this one fits perfectly here. The internet allows us access to abundant knowledge from which we can absorb. It's our job to sort out what is useful and what is useless. If something is useless, just leave it and move on. Life is too short to waste time on endeavors which are not beneficial. One of the biggest benefits from the information sharing on the internet, and particularly with the martial arts, is that we can see what each art is about and what it does. If you think about it, this can start to bring us together and learn from one another. It's no substitute for getting on the mat together, but is a good first step to notice what other martial artists are doing which is effective and valuable. The next step is taking an active step towards learning more. This is a very exciting development in the advancement of martial arts. We can have challenging and enlightening discussions and learn a lot from one another. The internet is good and bad, but the good it provides is an absolute wonder, something we should definitely take advantage of. 
time will reveal greater and greater ways we can benefit from it. What do you think? Please share your ideas in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube, or go to the Facebook group Aikido the Martial Side and post a comment. The Spirit Aikido online program is now live. Subscribers get access to video training and mentoring to techniques and training methods I've adopted from other martial arts to make my Aikido more practical. There's a link in the description section. I invite you to check it out. I always enjoy hearing from listeners of the show, whether through comments or questions. Thank you all for sharing your interest. Enjoy your training.